Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom, sip kombucha for your womb. The warmth it gives. Oh, like no water. And a sexiness a joke. <laughs> a lot of people actually have been messaging me asking about some sizing. Hmm. Um, I would say, now we do have a vlog actually that we put up recently. Um, to check it out. To check it out, uh, where we actually talk a little bit about sizing. But if you're wondering, Lindsay and I both wear a large in the hoodie, which is, I would say it's probably around a size 12 and Lindsay and I are both around 8 to 10. So it gets that kind of perfect, slightly oversized, yeah. slouchy fit. If you're looking for a more fitted one though go for the medium yeah they're pretty true to size I'd yeah. say and um, the uh, crew neck that I have I have it in XL and I've cropped it but I kind of I like that kind of oversized uh, jumper kind of oversized crop kind of oversized baggy crop, crop. like kind of very uh, Saved by the Bell reminds me of you know they always used to wear those kind of like very, crew necks 80s what was her name Jessie very Jessie very Jessie I'm so excited remember when she was grabbing the pills from Zach she was addicted to grabbing pills iconic iconic um, episode and obviously the tote bags as well we Jenny um, moved some of the imagery that we have from the hoodie and mm. put it onto the tote bags so they are really cool we have the barbed wire heart yes. the cherries um, and they look deadly oh and completely forgot we've chosen and I've messaged our three winners of our competition uh, so if anyone's wondering we have chosen three uh, winners I'll pop them up on Instagram on our stories tomorrow just so we don't go up on shite bloggers say is not revealing our winners oh but uh, they will be getting a cute little uh, care package. Love package yeah from me Lindsay just in time for Christmas so we're dying to see so but next time any guys if you've got merch on its way I know we've got a load of orders in this month which is so exciting and we're so thankful for that uh, we'll totally host another competition in the new year because um, we love seeing your pictures of you all wearing them and you style them so good and it feels like we're in our own little crew mm. when I see people wearing all the same shit like pink ladies so oh yes what else are we chatting about in our well, intro in our intro we are also plugging an episode that we're about to record it for X-Gals which you're going to want to hear I think it's one of the raciest that like it's a, not a sexual one it's bold if you're not thinking of a sexual like it, it's 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 cheeky as fuck. So yeah. basically we asked you guys to um, let us know what are the most insane rumours or reoccurring rumours that you've heard about Irish celebrities or kind of influencers and bloggers. And we're going to chat about them and just air it out. Yeah. See if we, what we think, like kind of untangle them because we just yeah. noticed a pattern on all these pages. We're seeing like constant, continuous rumours, the same thing yeah. and it's never getting concluded. 
So we thought we'd chat about it, try and kind of tinfoil hat on. Do we believe or not believe? So if you want to hear us talking about literally, yes. we got like, I'd say almost every blogger has a rumour attached to them. Yes, and inspired by our assumptions video too, because we just got so much crazy things that we were like, what, you think that about me? And we yeah. get them all the time. So we just wanted to know. So go over to patreon.com forward slash podcast for that episode. And I think about 56 other episodes. So many. There are so many Patreon episodes and we thank you all to our patrons. We are on Patreon a year now and it has been our bread and butter quite literally literally and it's just so fun and it's only getting better so, so we just got off the stash oh my god girlies Vicar just, Street Vicar Street was on wheels <laughs> like, oh dear god it was on wheels I saw that tweet where someone was like the girls had the place on wheels last night and it was it was insane I love that it's now solidified that that energy comes at every show touch wood yes, because like that wood. energy is like if I could bottle that and sell it oh my god and anyone who was there like I mean because Lindsay and I came off stage and you know I'd say eight times out of ten we kind of come off and we're like oh that was okay or was it good I mean uh, and even though like we'll always hear we love the show we'll always kind of be quite uh, critical so we're quite used to that and I think it does kind of keep us on top of our game to an extent you know you always want to kind of be like yeah. mm, you know but we came off buzzing at Vicar Street and it was you know the most preparation we've ever done for a show the most writing but leaving space I think it just kind of clicked and I think we've got it now because like last year you know we played Tivoli and then we played the Vodafone Comedy Festival and Liberty Hall and all that so this kind of we finally have like honed in on what Mm. um our shows are about and they yeah. literally are the ultimate girls night out it's like having all this female divine energy in one place it, and yeah. it's like this massive safe space to be like racy like people were like flashing and so many more fellas at this one too which I, I loved and they were loving it too and it was just honestly shout out to Katya and Dara who were amazing guests and we obviously had James come on stage the surprise host for the second half and just everyone who was in that room made the night like I mean Mai and Mona for supporting us they were on they were insane and you guys were just getting into it and you know every single person who came who bought a ticket who gave up their Saturday night and made this their night out like it was just because I know it could be kind of I know like you hear live podcasts you're like yeah you're like what's that because you know it was about 50-50 for people who've been to our show and hadn't we always ask at the start you know just to kind of feel the room um, which is always exciting to hear new people coming but I would explain it if someone was asking me the night like it's literally like it girls podcast in an essential oil yeah, yeah, yes, in a night like yes, I mean yes. it's just condensed it's like it's everyone it's it girls it is it so is and it was just so special there's something so special I feel like electric after it yes. I'm so like overwhelmed with what we've created like this crew of it girls my dad uh, said it's like Beatlemania but with gals and it's so true it's like that energy of Beatlemania of just screaming and high energy and everyone having so much fun and us having fun with you guys and you guys enjoying thankfully the content that we're bringing to you but like just thank you so much to everyone that came and thank you everyone who's come to any of our shows this year we've been doing shows a year now um and they're just so much fun and it's just just like I really feel like it really encapsulates the reason that we started the podcast was to feel included in a world that we didn't feel included Mm -hmm. and I think the best thing that we've done with it girls is like create a subgroup that like everyone is inclusive love gang and it's just deadly it's so fun and you know anyone who's come to our shows this year thank you it's been such an amazing journey for us but we never thought like it would go here we always wanted to do live shows but we never thought that like I never thought anyway I'll speak for myself that like that would be my favorite part of it or that 
it would be so different to the podcast or it would just be such a different energy or and I never thought I'd be like basically making half my living like performing with you it's, it's just so, so funny like, it's to so think cool back as well on. because you always see online like bloggers and even podcasters talking about their community mm. and it makes me think of like the community that we don't really have anymore like in your estate or in your local church like that community is kind of um like out of date you yeah. know so being able to use the online platform to like create an actual IRL mm. community is so it's cool so damn cool so thank you to everyone who came we just are coming off down off cloud nine we are so what are we talking about today honey ben? so this is going to be a little celeb ep a few people have been asking us to do a celeb haven't um, done one in a while we haven't, we haven't done one in a while there hasn't been like well there's been like super saucy royal stuff going on yes but we're not going to talk about that because it's far too complicated yeah and Burn. dark dark as well dark and just the royals bore the fuck out of me because yeah, it's me just too. like you're never going to chink their armor so you can yeah you know that kind of thing but we are talking about um some interesting kind of little stories that have come out um in the past couple of weeks and of course evolving them into it gals chat but we wanted to open up this podcast to talk about um, a request we got a lot. Obviously, Love Island was so huge over the summer. Yeah, and for our podcast, any episode we talked about, like, I think everyone just watched it this year, myself included. You know yeah, that way It was the biggest year. And I mean, even we can see from the success of the contestants, mm. like, they were getting a million dollar deals and all this kind of shit. So... Um, it really kind of legitimized the importance of, like, going on that show and how Definitely. kind of... It's just like so fucking huge again. Deal. So Mora was probably one of the most she iconic, the fan favorite, one hundred percent. Yeah, and everyone while watching her, especially the Irish people who were so behind her, like she was basically like the it gal. Yeah, in like human form, and we could see her every night on our TV, and like she was constantly giving us it gal's content, like and screaming at yeah. Tom when he kind of suggested that he was going to try get the ride off her, and she's probably going to give it, and let's see if she's all talking that kind of stuff, and just being so confident and funny and singing and And it was mad like I think for you and I to see like anyways for me to see like that kind of woman being portrayed on TV in general but then also in a positive light and then everyone actually responding really well to her because like I feel for so long on reality TV like that kind of uh, outspoken woman has sometimes been like oh she's a bitch but it was so funny to see like plot twist of the century she was kind of the hero everyone loved her and and then also all the it gals listeners being like she is an it gal she even fucking looks like one she looks like our tattoo <laughs> oh my goodness she does and like I like as well we, we love a journey on reality shows yes, yes so like yes. she first came in and she was getting bad press because she was like and there was that huge thing of like whether or not it was consensual her kind of climbing on top of Tommy oh God, that time yeah. and all that kind of stuff so th- but then we warmed to her and we kind of loved her outrageous mm. behaviour and just like found her so entertaining and that kind of just won us all over and everyone was like dying for us to get more out on the podcast um she came out and i think she went on the her podcast i'm not sure i didn't watch it I but know. um she's come out and like truly has been such a letdown wow like <laughs> it has literally been that like, like the bernard shaw was bulldozed today apparently yeah fucking gone i didn't shut it down to you but this i'm like we were rooting for you literally Maura. it is that meme because like I just don't because do you know what right so when she came out I remember like um Evan I think it was like she it was her do you know the night where she had the ad and she was like all the pies are going to 
be crawling up the walls when they see me and everyone was cracking up yes, it was I class. was in Evan's house watching that and he was like I know her she's a model and I was like oh no way and he showed me her Insta and she had like 40,000 followers and mm. I was like how the fuck have I never heard of her and then, I remember us having this conversation as yeah. well because we were like if she's this hilarious yes. online she would be huge in Ireland and that's what just never clicked to me because I was like what the fuck I was like how have I never heard of this bitch and then I was like oh do you know what there's loads of Irish modelly birds who just don't who have a lot yeah. of followers and like I don't have a fucking clue who they are because for this very reason in my opinion they don't a lot of them like don't portray their personality because it's probably just not their thing you know mm. they're there to promote their work or whatever um, fair play that's fair play, play I say that's fair <laughs> Fair. Get that cash, Hunzo. <laughs> I'm giving them like what you said on stage, the handshaking emoji. Yes. I'm agreeing with what you're doing online. Yes. <laughs> Give me your hand. I want to shake it, my good man. <laughs> with your performance on the internet. Yeah. Um. So you know, I was like, okay, I guess so. But then when she, so then I didn't really know what to expect of her, and she came on the island, and she was so fucking gas and had such a massive personality that I was like, how has this bitch? Not how did she not like blow up during Snapchat or at all? You know, because Snapchat, I feel like everyone tried to have a go of it. So I was like, how was she not in any way known? And they were like, oh, this is why, because for some reason she doesn't know how to put this on social media. Because like last night, um, I was on my burner account because I follow all those celebby pages on my burner because I hate the way they fucking block up your feed. You know, I know they post so often. Oh, and they're always on live and all. So I saw more Higgins at a story, and I was like, oh, rare to be honest. Um, I was expecting the first one was exactly what I was expecting, some sort of Photoshop Paris filter by six filter with the lips selfie, and I was like, right. And then all of a sudden she was in bed and she was like, I am so tired. I'm so tired. I've been out filming since 6am today on doing all the Strictly training and then I've also been doing another project. It was literally like just you, going so through boring. the day. And going through the day but like with a, no, I can't tell you about this project. Um, but anyway. We're going to be underwhelmed. Tell yeah, us now or later. It's another celebrity show I bet and then she was like and, Or a little fashion line. Yes or like some whatever. sort of stupid TV bollocks and then she was like moaning about that and then she was saying oh thanks for everyone who came to the Anne Summers event that was now on I in saw Blanche. that and actually one of um, my followers sent me a, I think it was a video from her on that day and it was like a book signing she has a book what? she was signing some fucking book I'm gonna google this maybe it was like book. the pamphlet because it's her lingerie line in Anne Summers isn't it? yeah more um, Higgins book let's just see this girl what I learnt through the Love Island experience okay. No, she doesn't. Have no, I say it was maybe the pamphlet or like you know the catalogue or something, or sexy pictures okay. and summers probably. But anyway, <laughs> but like there were young girls and they were like piled outside Blanche, like with their phones, like and she like as soon as the girls were coming by, and she'd sign the little slip of what the Argus fucking catalogue, yeah. and then she'd like pout the massive lips, like push them out. <laughs> And like not be like, hey, girl, oh, come yeah. here. Yeah. Like the way we do even at meet and greet. Oh my God, we're rotten. But like, I mean, we're no, like, we're when real. they, no, I mean like when they come up, we're oh, like, yeah. hey, how are you? Yeah. Oh, thanks so much for coming. She was like, mm, cooing to this girl and then just posed like, thanks for coming. Like, 
nil personnel. It's so fucking weird because like I don't think you can fake that personality that she had on Love Island. You know what I mean? You can't fake it but it's like you definitely can't fake it because like what I thought when I watched her on TV I was like wow this girl is so natural yeah, she's yeah, not yeah, thinking yeah. about which I'm sure you always hear people in reality shows being like oh you never think about the cameras when you're there yes. but like you she, would That's, like you know you're yeah. on TV like you're going to be at least considering what the outside kind of perception yeah, of you yeah, is yeah. but like she was so comfortable in herself and like around the girls and mm. like just wild but now it seems since she's got out of the villa that her whole interest is just in her looks. Which yeah. for me is so It's so uninteresting. Like, I love a funny bitch with a strong personality who is gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. Like, I loved that about more that she looked like this, like... She looked like a freaking monster girl, which she was. Like, a kind of, like, big fake lips and loads of makeup and hair extensions and loads and of And a slip of a thing. Yeah, I loved that about her. And then she was actually really smart and really able to, like, stand up for herself and stand up for her friends. Like, you know, I love that kind of... When people go She gave in, great advice. Yeah. And when people kind of assume she's going to be a dope and then she's not. I love that. You know, it's like another plot twist, a growth of the kind of reality TV world. People always think, oh, here's another fucking model and she's going to be like Arabella or something. You know, that way, which was just like, wah, wah, again. Yeah. But she was actually like quick and she had a bit of banter and all that kind of stuff. But then it's like, I just, it's like, where, who evaporated into thin air? It's so weird. And it's also just like, you will. Go, that's what you're going to do yeah. like yes you are you're current now like you're getting the dancing and eyes you're getting yeah. this you're going to be asked to every event blah 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 you're getting yeah. like pamphlets with Boo-hoo your tits and people are signing them and you're signing them and that's great I'm so happy for you delighted but that can only get you so so far because every year like there's the rotisserie mm. the like there's more out like now we are having I mean, two Love there's going to be a Love year. Island in winter now isn't there so like I mean, their their shelf life is even shorter. But yeah, it's just like the reliance on the looks. And like, I mean, I, nothing bores me more than like, as I was saying, like, no offense to the modely girlies out there, but like, I don't really care for following someone on Insta who's just like, pose and pose and gorge without some sort of story behind them. It's just inspiring. It's just like, okay, I mean, I'm not latching on to anything personal here. I love a bit of glam and gorgeousness, don't get me wrong. Um, but like, I can just follow like one of those pages that me and you love that have like lots of pictures of different gorge girls. It's like yeah. I don't really want to follow one just gorge girl with like a million selfies, which people would probably laugh because they could say my Insta's like that, but I don't know. It also kind of reinstills for me to be like, um, you know, it kind of, is she reinforcing in her own head that like, or at least reinforcing to like younger women that like she gave her personality. Mm. And then she's now out. And is she saying like, I can't be gorge and that personality. Mm. I have to choose. Because why can't she put up like the gorge pictures and be like that? But then on stories, be like her goofy self. Like a lot of influencers do that. Yeah. They're like, you know, super like preened and everything on, pouting away on their yeah. feed. But on their stories, they're kind of no makeup. Yeah. Acne and just like lolling around. And like, it's a bit more of an insight just, to their real life. Like yeah. she can have the two. But so I don't understand even why she's if, just choosing to show the one side. Yeah. And she wasn't popular because of her looks. No. If anything, Come on, there was like Arabella, there was Amber, they were like the rise of this year. Yeah, like Ma- Moore is obviously gorge, but like... She's stunning, but like, I mean, she's stunning. Everyone's hot, everyone's everyone violent, stunning, they're like, all hot. Like, that's the point of the stunning as well, like, and even in terms of like, you know, the Irish models, like, there's yeah. so many of them, and they're all gorge. Yeah, so it's like, okay, Grant, you're all pretty girls, but like... There's the something ones else that are, you can offer. The ones that are interesting are the ones that like have a bit of a story else around yeah exactly well like Roz for example exactly. Roz is a gorgeous girl but she is putting it into something more stable yeah 
as in like her health and her food and her books and like yeah she's like a freaking author of cookbooks which so is, it's like okay that's really that's more interesting it's an interesting progression of it's someone's even career. something more tangible because like for god's sake are you that sick that you think that you're gonna live off your freaking looks forever I know like Especially use your time now while you're a hot piece of ass in terms of like everyone's wanting you mm. to set up something cool dare I say sustainable like I mean a more podcast and now it's like you Don't, know where we're, we'd be fucked but like <laughs> she does have a podcast Oh, who's it with again? Boohoo. Boring as fuck. But she, um, that's the thing that it's like with, you know, when she came out, we were like dying to get her on the pod. And I was like, oh, we'll wait until like her six month thing is up and maybe we'll try and get in touch. And I'm like, you know what? I'm sure I'd have a gas crack at her if I met her, I don't know, through someone or something. But I'm just like, you know, I just couldn't be arsed with that kind of level of like, oh no, it was really great. Yes. And I'm doing the dance with the star. It's just like, oh God. I mean, Give me you or give me not a bitch. I did hear one rumour actually. Apparently she was in Dubai. I was going to save that for the ex-girls. That's a boring one though. Yeah, no, true. It's like who gives a fuck about yeah, more? True. She's, to be fair, like the ex-girls ones are literally about Yeah, like, they are. <laughs> people. <laughs> you know, and yeah. they're way more tangible. That she was in Dubai mm-hmm. and there was um, a worker there who was friends with a fucker from Ireland and apparently she was like bring, like she was there with the guy in well, Dubai. She said I'm, she booked a hotel with her boyfriend and the guy that turned up wasn't Curtis. Wasn't at Curtis. So it obviously seems that like maybe her and Curtis are just They're trying to like. Like I mean, one, did you see the soup? The suit that he wore. The satin shiny thing. It was like a curtain, like a kind of actual Edwardian curtain. curtain. <laughs> Like Lawrence Bowen, you know that fucking changing yes, rooms. Yes, Lawrence Bowen, like hundred. Oh I bet God. he loves Lawrence Bowen. Oh yeah, he wants to write. He no, is I actually Lawrence. don't even think that Curtis is gay, but he's badly dressed. I don't know if he's gay. He's just like asexual. To I me. don't care if he's gay. No, like, me neither. I find so many people like with the Curtis thing. We're like, he's gay. He's gay. He's gay. It's like don't. Tell someone their sexuality. Like if he's seeing a girl, he's seeing a girl. Like leave him to it. I don't yeah. know why you're bothered. But he doesn't even read as like, like. You know, if we're just going to speculate for fuck for shits and giggles, you know, like he doesn't even like read as like a gay man to me. He just reads as someone who's like kind of not really sexual. Like he just doesn't protrude like any sexual energy to me. It's even all. interesting because I never fully believed him. I believed more liked him. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 me too. But I don't think he he seemed just a bit like. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, you're boring, Mora, and it's really fucking disappointing. So thanks for that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, okay, we're going to move on. Mm-hmm. So, the Met Gala, the most important fashion night of the year. Now, our favourite dress, well, my favourite dress anyway. No, was we both. The, we yeah, both we both loved it. Yes. We did. Um, the Kim Kardashian Mugler, Mugler um, dress that was... Oh. 
I mean, I could weep. I could weep. So it was um, desired by Mugler for the, his, his first design for the House of Mugler in 20 years. So like a huge moment of fashion. Mm. And it was inspired from the Sophia Loren wet dress, the mm-hmm. iconic wet dress. And um, as we said, like it had all the dripping bits off. Her hair was the wet look. It was like... Go listen to our Met Gala episode. Oh, gorgeous. We break it down. Oh. It was absolutely incredible. And it was like understated too, which was funny. because For the Met Gala, for, it wasn't... Understated for the um, theme as well. Because like the theme is camp. And at first I didn't really get it. I was like, you're just looking gorgeous. Which I, I can appreciate, don't get me wrong, mm. Kim. I love Kimmy K turned up and gorgeous. She's basically a Barbie. But I was like, eh. and then I went, the more I watched her backstage thing, I was like, oh, now I get it. Okay, it is. And it was a very layered approach to camp, which I appreciated. Yeah, and a subtle approach. Like, yeah, not just like, I'm wearing the, the pride flag. Yeah. Like <laughs> Cara was, Delevingne. Did she do that, I think? Cara Delevingne, yeah, she um, did. Yeah. So, Keeping Up With The Kardashians came out. And I, I, I get your freaking editors to edit quickly. So, people would be way, way more engaged in that show if it was coming out like the week after the Met Gala. Yeah. Like it's like weeks after like, so Stormy's just been born. It's yeah, like, like hon, it. how are you not paying your editors to edit quicker so the show can come out quicker? I just fucking get woke. But anyway, this has come out only last week because they were showing a background um, that the Met Gala episode was coming out and Kanye was coming in the day before the Met Gala and said... Um, that like he just didn't want her to wear this dress that he wasn't happy with it that he thought it was too sexy now apparently the dress actually had like fake nipples hanging off it which would have been iconic and especially because if it was inspired by the Sophia Loren yeah, dress her nippies are that was out. the like main and that was like 1957 that that movie yeah. came out like 62 years ago it was crazy then yeah. it shouldn't still be crazy now yeah. do you know that I way? mean Rachel Green did it in France her nipples are on show and every fucking stunning. episode Samantha, and then Samantha in Second City remember yes, she was like wearing nipples. the fake nipples I mean I would buy that yes it's so hot to have nipples she's like honey nipples are in they're always in in my books but um <laughs> so basically Kanye is obviously on this huge journey with his like religion mm. um he's living for God now he's had this like transformation and is just like spiritual and everything that he did in his previous like career mm. he's like not singing certain songs that have like profanities or whatever speak about women in a certain way he released that album which is basically just like Jesus it's literally called Jesus King it's like intense <laughs> and he has like this Sunday service and yeah. his, did you watch his um, James Corden thing oh, the full thing it was, was beautiful bloody stunning and so damn cool um, but yeah like he's Basically surrounding himself with God and God is love and light to him at the and moment. that's wonderful. And Kim seems to be very supportive of that. Like she's, she's super religious to too. Like they are all religious now. You know that way. So, I, but obviously he's getting more. But she does like have a, I remember like I used to watch the Kardashians and they were always going on banging on about mm. God. So, you know. I mean the poor pets lost their dad. Of course they would course, have yeah. some form of religion in my opinion. But um, so the dress took eight months of work. Mental. And he was the one who texted Mugler. Okay, he texted Manfred because like she was saying in that behind the scenes thing, she was like, when when uh, Kanye and I heard that, because uh, they obviously get told when is it? It was released a few weeks like last week, I think. What this year's theme is, uh, so they get told like 
uh, probably eight months in advance so that people can mm-hmm. start like fucking pulling looks and you know all the rest because um, most of them are there obviously are like um, couture you know they're made yeah. for the person so she said that like the minute they heard it was camp uh, Kanye was like I'm texting Terry I'm texting Manfred as he calls himself now we glare so like they texted him we're like will you make something for Kim which in fairness is insane like shows how like pull I mean but like he had designed for his own house in 20 years but like have you seen him of course he wants to play design something for Kim Kardashian like the fucking his body modifications and hers he's like that's like yeah he's probably just like yes you are exactly a Mugler woman in the fucking 20th century that was the most iconic look of the night first century I mean it was just so so beautiful and such like for that like let the artist work oh yes like Kanye yeah if he wants to have fake nipples on this dress let him do his work like Mm -hmm. respect the artist you can do your easy shit he does his yeah but um so Kanye said in the episode and I quote I went through this transition where being a rapper looking at all these girls and looking at my wife like oh my girl needs to be just like the other girls showing their body off I didn't realize that that was affecting my soul and my spirit as someone who's married and the father of kids about to be four kids he said in the show a corset is a form of underwear and it's hot but hot for who and then Kim said, you built me up to be this sexy person and confident and all of that. And just because you're on a journey and transformation doesn't mean that I'm in the same spot with you. Interesting. I like that she stood up to it because when you think of Kim Kardashian, um, like Kim only became like a fashion icon when she met Kanye. Like she was wearing absolute tat beforehand. Tat. And I, that was actually when the Kardashians was good back then. Like when she was married to that random guy and then she met Kanye because that was really when she... Chris Humphries, was it? Chris Humphries, yeah. Because that was when they started to get from my uh, from how I remember anyway that's when they started to blow up when she was getting that 72 hour or 72 day annulment and then it was all of a sudden she was seeing Kanye West like that was crazy back then so I remember watching it and then like she was like oh my god I'm going to Paris and then like there was an episode where she had all these rails of clothes and she was like Kanye made me like throw out all my clothes and like these are all my clothes now he's just like shifting all this stuff and bomb remember she was like only wearing bomb on for like years yeah. and even looking back at that which was yeah, so years dated ago looks so dated because yeah. like Kylie was wearing the same yeah totally those, like structured shoulders and yeah stuff. and then they did the H&M they were like the models for that H&M line and all that shit um, but uh, yeah so obviously she for a while was very like moldable yeah moldable and you know it's kind of it is cool to kind of see that like because you always kind of think that I always thought that too I'm like what of what of her taste is hers now or is she just kind of is she like did Kanye open her up to a new world where she's like maybe elevated her taste level because that happens mm-hmm. or ha- is she just like is he still dressing her basically is he, like is she a, is she is a Barbie she his doll yeah. yeah but then that's that kind of is kind of like oh okay cool she obviously has like maybe educated herself or like gotten into fashion in some way and now she's kind of has her own vision for herself and you know for that her it's to not just his kind of life size Barbie doll yeah which is kind of freaky when you think about it like that yeah um I mean, I find it interesting because, I mean, I, I, I like that because obviously it's really hard to relate to the Kardashians and that's why I think the show is staling yeah. and stuff like that because, like, it's just unrelatable and also it's pretty much scripted at this point. Defo. But I did like that that is a definite insight into a long-term mm. marriage. Like, I mean, you are growing together, but, like, there's going to be times when you're just not on the same page and you're having different paths and, like, how do you manage that because like the likelihood of two people staying on the same kind of path for such a long time minimal yeah it's very minimal so and especially like I feel like men are just so much more like they just get obsessed with things yeah yeah you know men in my life like they'll be like 
obsessed with religion and really focus yeah. on that for like five years like a long time and then they'll kind of move on to something else like politics or and you kind of only find out when they're already at the pit of the obsession you don't mm. see it coming then all of a sudden they're like no I'm not into that anymore I'm into this and you're like when the feck did you get into that and they know everything about it and you're like and like that happens in like so many relationships where like even if it's like political opinions or mm. like religion which kind of goes into that like if someone say becoming more conservative or maybe you are both conservative and then one person becomes way more liberal like I'd say that would be it's kind of a funny thing because it's like where does it draw the, where do you draw the line between like you know because I've gone out with guys before and they've definitely had like different maybe political opinions that I've, that I've had or religious or whatever you know but mm. I can kind of separate that it doesn't really bother me like I can if it's something that like like my ex and I would fight a bit about some politics stuff and I just had to be like do you know what why the fuck are we sitting in a Saturday night fighting like arguing about politics let's just not talk about it because we're always going to argue and it mm. has nothing to do with our relationship and I'm able to kind of make a line in the sand on it sometimes as well it's interesting to be able to have those debates and like yeah. you can learn from them a little bit they can learn from you and you can like decide to be like you know you have your opinions out yeah. of mind but we are together but it's when the person like in this sense you know tries to put it on you like have you ever had guys or boyfriends or otherwise uh, who shall remain nameless for argument's sake kind of like say about clothing kind of be like oh, I don't know about you wearing that or not even like saying it outright but kind of being a bit I've definitely had I guys I think I have I think I mean I've dressed the same and I've you know for so many years yeah like really my whole adult life I've dressed like just I always wear short mm-hmm. stuff and you know that's how mm. it's always been um, and sometimes I find that like it can pull men in but then when you get them I was just gonna say that they can be like oh confused as to why you're still dressing yeah. like that as if I was only dressing that in the first place to, to pull men in. in yeah but, uh. which is like such an oxymoron or it's just so frustrating because if you dress a certain way like to an extent that's how like you know a form of self-expression or whatever but like it's it's like you liked it then so now but now you don't like it I feel like a lot as well they'll kind of try and twist it and be like look it's just that like I know how men think yeah 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 and yeah. like you know you putting that out there it's just gonna make men and I'm just worried about you and being yeah. all like oh I'm this big protective man in your life who's like just and it's like no for some reason you just want to desexualize me when you have me because sometimes I can I can understand it to an extent because I've had fights and arguments with loads of guys over it be it about me or I've like I've even brought it up with like male friends of mine because it is something that I, fi- you know, I find interesting and I, I understand it from the point of view like if I was to put myself in their shoes I know how men talk and like maybe they don't want their friends being like oh I saw Lindsay's legs there up on Instagram like it's mm. probably quite uncomfortable like because I get uncomfortable when I even overhear men speaking about women like that I'm like oh and then imagine mm. that was your sister or your girlfriend so I, I think sometimes they can like it's a, it's a you're kind of between a, a rock one. and a hard place. But I think in that regard, if we were to not dress like that in order for men not to talk like that, then then like that's a no. I'm of, not saying that. I'm not you saying. Know way, like, oh, no, no, I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm just saying like ain't victim blaming hand. But no, I'm not. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying like that. It's just a weird one. Like if your man is saying like yeah. that, you can be like, okay, well, I cannot dress. What I should not sexualize or look good or totally, sexy. Yeah, so yeah, your yeah. fellow your fellow friends aren't putting you in a weird position. And but, I. You know the way? Yeah, no, I agree. I actually, I, I totally agree with you because it's like, I've never actually personally changed how I dress for any guy, even if he says that. But I, when a guy said that to me, I was kind of like, 
Oh, it kind of gave me another perspective of it because, like, not that I would change my mind and be like, okay, daddy, I won't wear this skirt. But yeah. I kind of was like, it made me kind of be like, see a different side. Because I always thought it was from the side of like, you're my girlfriend now and now you're not allowed to dress sexy. And it was like controlling and always trying to like change how I dress and like make sure that no one else looked at me or that. Which it also can go down the it, route. Oh, totally. But I only saw it in that route. And, the, and then I think I, I, and then I think I, when I heard that story, I was like, okay, I kind of can see how like, I feel like sometimes men are so bad at like talking about things like that that they just find they're like what is the solution the solution for my friends to not talk like that is for you to not dress like that you know what <laughs> I, I mean? think it's like that sometimes men really don't want to turn like with lads and like yeah. when lads hang out it's like banter 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 yeah. we're all bantering nothing is serious and if you talk serious <laughs> you're a fucking nerd and we'll slag you even worse and we'll make it the worst night of your life because we'll be picking on you constantly because you reacted so I think it's like they can't it wouldn't be as simple like in a group lads if they were like oh you're a fucking miss is that fair set of tits in it yeah. if you were like here don't disrespect my wife like that <laughs> please don't speak especially, about her body in such a especially if, like, way yeah like I mean that might work in some group of lads but in some group of lads it would literally be like making their life even more that's what I mean like yeah. I mean it, which some girls might say toxic masculinity but like maybe it's just a certain aspect of some the way some men talk and that's what I mean like if and I mean if you see a guy like trying to attempt it because I've seen men of mine in my like friends and stuff who have been in situations like that and mm. they're trying to kind of like they might be the bantry mm. but I know like men who wouldn't even be the bantry kind of guy mm. just do it while they're in with the lads yeah and I guess you can't get out otherwise I think like you can, you can definitely see like some good guys will know like a certain line and they'll be like shut the fuck up and then the other guys are like no okay you know that way like if there if there are I've seen guys shut it down in a way maybe that the other guy will understand they'll be like hey, I think they leave her out there. yeah or they'll just be like shut the fuck up will you you're fucking mad <laughs> or something and then that's what I mean if you like yeah. come at it in a like actual like yes. this is kind of and a bit if, degrading to yeah. our um, beautiful girlfriends could we please just tone it down lads and let's just talk about the footy shall we yeah, then they'll, they they'll have to like override it with some kind of like aggressive like shut the fuck up don't I yeah. and that shuts them down yeah 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 I know so it's, there's only a real specific way for a fella to be able to shut that kind of I know shit down. and it's, it's a funny conversation because like um, uh, there was someone on Patreon a while ago I won't go into it because it'll just spark a whole different uh, conversation but like that I think you and I were talking about and someone was like uh, just FYI girls if a lad spe- speaks about a woman's body like that like they're an arsehole and I was kind of like like yes there is a certain context where like if a man is like I don't know being like oh I rode this girl last night you big hairy nipples or something you are kind of like oh, like you're just immature and gross but I'm also I like I kind of agreed with that Patreon girl but I was also like but how many times have you not have you not heard girls being like I got with a guy last night and like his fucking dick was this like crazy mushroom I've had so many girls like I think in general I know but people, that still doesn't make that okay either I it guess. doesn't make it okay but like I think that it's kind of a natural way that people talk about sex to try and normalise it in some way because it's like this kind of embarrassment thing and it's like girl like so what we're not supposed to it's just like I find that like type of like limiting conversation annoying where it's like don't ever talk about somebody's body it's like okay but if I'm talking to you if you and I as best friends are having like a conversation and I got with a guy and there was something mad that I was like Lindsay that fucking happened yeah. I, I'm not like if you were like uh, kind of not cool to drink these responses and that's why I like bodies. our podcast because I feel our podcast just like pub chat yeah. on a podcast because like everyone does talk about that kind of stuff and outrageous like non-PC shit I think there's a levels to it you know that way Like, but I mean like it depends where you are like I mean yeah. with your besto bestos you're talking non-PC then with work it's like who not 
Exactly. Well, that's just like subject, you know, inappropriate. Full stop. Like, I mean, if you're talking about, you know what I mean. So it's like I think there's just you can take away context in so many levels, which it kind of goes back to this like you know the guy thing that we were talking about there with like how men approach those things like there is you have to look at the context and like where was it said when was it said how did they say it was it in a controlling way do they have a background of always saying it are they always trying to control everything that is it also going into makeup now where you're like don't wear makeup like lads like makeup too and <laughs> you know that's that totally like what everyone like what your own boundary is and what you yourself can kind of accept because like even from seeing like relationships around me there's certain things that I would see that I'm like I couldn't accept or deal with that but they can and mm. vice versa I'm sure they're looking in at me and being like oh I don't know how she puts up with that but she does yeah so I think once you're okay and you're satisfied with how you're being treated and like that you're also aware because it's such a like a freaking tangled mess that like even some guys can be like I actually got a question the other day being like oh um me and my boyfriend love each other so much that we kind of hate when either has to go out on a night out separately because we just are really worried and like possessive yeah and I'm like okay there's just these things that can like I think to a certain degree we all have like certain like worries and stuff Mm. like that but like in this regard if we're talking about like him and Kanye it's like going down a route and I do like and I honestly find Kim one of the most inspiring women in the world that she was like presented with this man who like she loves respects and stands by and stood up for herself and still can maintain a marriage she didn't Mm. have to be like oh I kicked him to the curb you fucking will never tell me how to dress you Mm. know she was like no I accept what you're saying but just so you know you know this is who I am and it's not going to change kind of thing yeah it's good to kind of nip it in the bud early on in that way of being like look you're more than welcome to go down this journey of you know whatever the fuck you're going through but like just so you know like I'll support it but it doesn't mean that I have to like completely align Mm. everything I do with how you're doing it too which is inspiring in terms of like relationships because it can be kind of scary sometimes or just feel like a bit lonely when you're in a relationship and your partner is just going down a different path mm. than, you know, especially if they anything. were so together for so long. It can be anything from like... Say, Diet choices. Like you're, you're getting, fella getting into the gym. When guys get into the gym for the first time, it can be so intense and then you're kind of like, uh, or it could be even like saving for a mortgage if your boyfriend's like, we're saving. And then it's like all of a sudden... Don't buy more packages. Yeah, or like, you know, even if you're not living together, it's like, if he's just saving, say, it's like, all of a sudden, like, your dates are probably getting way less and, like, you have to kind of bring your lifestyle down because he's saving and, you know, there's always these weird compromises. There's different variations of just, like, trying to align yourself with someone for, Mm. you you know, a long amount of time. And in this case, like, Kim and Kanye, like, they've gotten married. I think they've, you know, started their family, Mm. you know, obviously for the end hope of living their lives together. And he wants seven kids. I mean, she doesn't have to have them and they barely have to mind them. So I have like 25. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're like billionaires, aren't they? Now, apparently, which I found interesting as well, Kim was saying um, that he changed his parenting as well. Oh, that's interesting. So um, obviously, Northwest, she always is on Instagram dressed up crazy, have, has a little makeup. Kim has like swatched on her before mm. and stuff like that. I think she has a lipstick named after her or whatever. Um, and they took all of their TVs away and like now Kanye is like hypersensitive over like their what they're consuming visually and it just seems like that must be so difficult to live with 
and that's even just another one in terms of relationships mm. and being together and then you can be like floating along and really in unison and then when you decide to start a family and have children be like yeah. oh we have totally different ideas of how we want to raise this child yeah and like that's so and it's important for a kid to have like you know a cohesive kind of parenting style I think because otherwise it's very confusing like if you had your dad who was extremely strict and then your mom who's not and then it can mean that you're not going to share anything with your dad or you could resent them or you know like or like one more than the other like I was so lucky that my mum and dad were always a team my parents were pretty much as well there was never like it was kind of easier to go to my mom if I if I asked something but she was always like well I'll let you but ask your dad and I was like how about we don't ask dad <laughs> how about you just fucking give me the money and I go no yeah. my parents were like team together always that's amazing um probably not for you guys though <laughs> no but <laughs> I knew well I knew no different so that's yeah, just how yeah, it was yeah. and I definitely appreciate it like I knew no different I I it's not but I think that's yeah the luxury of that knowing no different whereas like they Kanye has different. just changed yeah like he let North and North's old enough now isn't he she's like 7 or something maybe 10 yeah she's around that age so that I'd say is so hard for a child like they've let them have TVs in the room apparently and he took Especially them all like out and he's like a child because they would have had so much <laughs> and like their house looks scary yeah I think like they museum. put it up for sale and they called it something weird like architectural home or something because <laughs> it's literally just the architecture with no shit in it yeah there's nothing in it but I think it was interesting and I like that they left that in the episode. Yeah. Now obviously they're trying to get people to watch the damn thing because... But it's interesting. But and Kanye's really coming like into those ep- the episodes now. Oh, no, I know, I love that. Finally. He's so but, um, cute. His smile kills me. Oh, he's so... Del- I know, you're just like, you're dealing with so much shit and I love that he's obviously like trying to... He's getting like some form of worth and like meaning from like attaching himself so deeply to the religion. But it seems like he's still dealing with like... Oh whatever the shit he's been dealing with his depression and yeah. his anxiety and stuff maybe yeah. in a more healthy way but still obsessive I think he definitely has like I mean he's said he's been diagnosed as bipolar and you know you could not to you know presume something about someone's mental health but you could be like okay manic phase I don't know you know he did just have that huge depression now it's all of a sudden it's like seven albums in seven days and I think like, he goes through like a just consistent manicness well, That's yeah, mania, and then create like but then, such deadly shit. Yeah, but then he was obviously in in treatment for when he was depressed, you know. So he does have the lows too. He's diagnosed mm. bipolar, so that is you know huge, huge highs and really bad lows. So, mm. um, I mean, who knows? But I know that he did say like he wasn't on medication. He went off his medication and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's hard to know. But I mean, it will be interesting to see though if it kind of bleeds in over time because like obviously she stood up for herself in that time but like sometimes when you're living with someone and you're constantly mm. having something in your ear it can get under your skin even if you don't recognise it at first especially with the parenting and all that that'd be hard I'd say that would be another kind of chink in the armour and that he's relating like, it to her parenting mm. like he's saying you know I don't like I think he's taking away like you know he doesn't want the children to see their mother like that yeah yeah and yeah, it's like yeah. it's like okay <laughs> But they're going had, to yeah <laughs> we've all seen it I mean they're going to be like they'll google her at some point <laughs> but also she stands by that like yeah. she still does it now I mean she's still getting her skims out and like yeah. showing off the bod so she's not she won <laughs> it's not infringing her like the way she's being at all at the moment but it will be interesting I will so finally we are talking about what's her name Emma Watson Emma Harry Watson. Potter actress Hermione the head wrecker I, yeah I never watched so Harry Potter annoying. to be honest no, it's did I, but she is an annoying she annoys the hell Emma out of Watson's me. like a feminist, isn't she? Like she's a self-proclaimed like the kind of... white feminist of white yeah. feminists. She's like, 
talking at the UN about the wage gap. It's yes. like, and she just looks like a fucking 21st century feminist. A side note, I heard that Ricky Gervais is coming back for the last time as the Golden Globes host. And I, I know, I saw that. Jizzing over that. Jizzing. Oh my goodness, he was so, th- his conversation, his um, jokes Fair about the wage gap Fair on the Golden Globes was so hilarious. Funny. So, so, so hilarious. He was like, oh, poor Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Only made 30 million. <laughs> So Emma Watson is 29 Like you wore Like I was like two days wore. ago Girlies Oh Happy thank you all Happy day to Jenny yeah. thank, thank you all I got so many messages Thank you all for It was her day yesterday And she went from DMs. Like Emma Watson Which we're talking about Which is Why we chose this um, Little Celeb mm. Fucking thing Because She's 29 going 30 And she was speaking about like The pressures that come Along with the Change into a new generation yeah. And she didn't Wasn't aware of it until She kind of got to 29 And was yeah. like okay, I haven't built a home, I don't have this family, I don't have this, this, this. Which is gas for a literal, such a successful multi-millionaire actress. She just doesn't have the kids or the, well, in fairness, like, or a partner. Yeah, but she's so much money. You're not going to have it all. No one has it all. But I think with feminism, they're telling us that we can and we should have it all. Yeah, but I think that's a different argument. They're saying like you can have a family and the career, but I don't think she hasn't had a family because she's sacrificed it for a career or or opposite. I think she's saying like she. I think it's a kind of a way of her trying to be overly relatable. I see a bit so of that in it. Yeah, basically. Okay, so we saw oh, yeah, Gwyneth in two thousand fourteen. Yes, <laughs> consciously she, uncoupled. Consciously uncoupled, and she apparently um, did that on purpose. Like she came out with that statement on purpose because she wanted to reinvent divorce. Okay. Um, so that's why she coined that phrase and I think Emma Watson is doing this, so, a similar kind of thing so in a interview with British Vogue um, talking about like beautiful um, cover by the way um, she they asked her I have the quote here I never believed the whole I'm happy single spiel it took me a long long time but I'm very happy being single I call it being self-partnered um, so she's now trying to like not call herself single she's calling herself self-partnered because yeah. apparently single it's ruffled a lot of feathers it's ruffled a lot of feathers a lot of people are seeing it as like um, further stigmatising a 30 year old woman because they're like why can't you just be proud by saying I'm single and I'm 30 and it's grand instead of being like oh, I have to be partnered to something okay I'm self-partnered I'm self-partnered so I mean I don't really think either way about it but I think it's a funny argument to yeah. have for argument's sake you know I'll, I'll fight that corner just for the lols for the pod you Body know body. I uh, think um, I like the self-partner thing because yeah. for me single I've been in situations when I've been single and around um, relationships mm-hmm. and having that word on you sometimes people assume that you're constantly looking or like okay. oh you're single I know someone who's perfect yeah, for you or you're okay. single when it was your last relationship so I think like self-partner is more like it's off my decision the, I'm still off the market it's like taking ownership being like I'm partnered to myself like I'm choosing this yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of it being on me and I you know I'm single poor me I'm just looking looking anywhere you know yeah. did you were you single when you turned 30 I can't remember I can't remember I was trying to think of that the other day I, I think like, you I, I might have know. been ish because I remember there was one time when you were single I remember I came up and you were just breaking up and I came up to Malahide May oh yeah was that your 30th I think it was your 30th I think 30th. it was I did not like my 30th I think it was your 30th because I remember it being like uh, it I was, was not loving my 30th yeah how did you feel turning 30 can you remember I was absolutely fine with the age and I you had a newborn yeah I mean 
I feel like that all the time No, Like I've, I'm constantly like riddled I'm very comparative to people mm-hmm. And it totally affects me So I Age doesn't matter Like mm. But it's something that I do live with Like all the time I'm like comparing myself Like I can't Like I literally had to start a damn Gratitude journal Because I like Well my brain will Keep go yourself. to what I don't have Yeah Rather than what I do have yeah, I'm like yeah. But I don't have this Because like of what's surrounding me Yeah And it's just negative thoughts or whatever So like but like age never bothered me Like growing older yeah. I've never I just never like shame my age I can see people like even on Instagram Being like oh my god I'm 24 next year <laughs> What the fuck Like that kind of I just It's just age It's like literally everyone mm. is growing and Yeah it's, it's like There's literally no point in Resisting it Because the one thing What is it The two Three things in life That are certain Aging taxes And death <laughs> Something yes, like that bro. But it's but true like, It's it is like, just like What's the point in caring Because like time Inevitably goes on And you will grow a year older To me it's basic bitch behavior If yeah. you're going to be like Oh my god I'm so old I'm 22 so old. Oh my god I can't believe If you're it. going around Saying you're so old I see you as so old Yeah Well I'm do like, you know what I think bitch. when I think it is a young Do you know what I can forgive the 22 23 24 year olds Because I think I did it When I was then Because I think you it is I remember turning 20 it could be different because you had a kid so you were maybe forced to kind of fit, step into a, a, an I old... did notice though years go so quick like when you got out of teenagers into yes. your oh, 20s you're flew. like what the fuck but I remember turning 20 and it having like a fucking midlife crisis over I was like I can't believe I'm not a teenager anymore and then I remember being like 23 and feeling I was really old so I think it's kind of like Maybe yeah. a way of like discovering. Damn, I, I know, so fun. But like, I see, I see myself under twenty five is still a teen now. The way I was, you were very oh, yeah. different. My, I mean, but even your men- mentally, your what is it? Your frontal cortex in your brain doesn't fully develop mm. until you're twenty five. Anyway, so you literally do still have a I mean, bit of I a child can't even brain. Remember, like I look back at my old self and I'm like, that was not me. I know. I'm like, what a freak. I know. I'm like, what? I would wear like an emerald green felt coat. I have pictures. <laughs> I would never choose that I wore brogues (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god Just crazy shit I wore like hippie skirts Yeah like I mean the shit They were made from Indian saris Born And bindis Bindis Yeah we were bindi Freaking mad Cultural appropriation So mad That was cool Cultural appropriation (laughs) Should be cool as fuck Back in the day It was But like So I I can forgive it in that way But I, I hate it when people are older When they're like 27 And they're like I'm so old It's like okay Just get over that now Because by the time You turn 25 You should just be over it I did Totally Like I mean age happens I wasn't bothered About turning 30 at all This week I mean there's moments Where you're kind of like You do obviously get That reflective thing Where I'm like Whoa I can't believe It's been 10 years Since I was 20 And I can't You look at that decade Because you kind of remember Up until you're 30 Your 20s are probably Your most memorable decade Because like my teens I'm like what school Before that I'm like I was a kid Mm. So it's your first decade Of adulthood so you are kind of like, whoa, what did I accomplish? And, you know, I guess I did this and I worked here and I worked there. And, you know, oh, I don't have a house, you know, but at least I've got a relationship. Oh, but it's a new relationship. So you never know where that can go. And I could be, oh, that means I could be single in 31. You know, so you do. Yeah. I think it's natural to like. Spiraling thoughts. Yeah, to kind of reflect. But it's like, you know, I, I never really stressed. I try anyway, just to train my brain to not worry too much about the whole like. Imposter syndrome of 30 Because like I've seen how Like for in the last year How much of a Like 360 My career has taken So I'm like Who fucking knows What's gonna happen I've never been one of those people I think as well Like you said Because I had a kid young And I felt like A lot of my Like possibilities Were 
just taken so mm. I was like okay that's not possible that's not possible that's not possible yeah. so I have to kind of like make do with Limit my life and kind of what it is and enjoy it and learn to like you know yeah like I mean I have a kid I won't be able to travel travel yeah. backpacking or anything which are a lot of 20s kind ayahuasca. of my whole but like <laughs> what I can do is just like have fun drink cans and like you know mind me kid during the day or whatever yeah, 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 yeah. and um all that kind of stuff but I've now I do think there's other some people can be a lot more like um, regimented with like by 32 I want to yes. do this I want to go there like a bucket list kind of thing yeah 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 Um, so I'd say that would be I've seen some of my friends get kind of disappointed if they have hit like a milestone and not hit the like goals that they wanted to mm. and I think that's just like self pressure that you can put on yourself but I would just choose definitely not to do that shit I'm way too kind to myself like if I wake up I'm like Sure look let yourself Enjoy your long breakfast You know the way <laughs> Yeah yeah like My it, inner brain is saying that Yeah like I mean I think It's good to have goals But if you don't hit them Just move on And make a new goal Like especially if it's a goal That you've set yourself It's like It's not like you have like School teacher being like Where's your homework It's like you can just Be like okay I didn't hit it by January Let's try July And just give yourself another goal mm. You know Because I do see people Beat themselves up And it's like yeah like I mean of course I would love to have like I don't know bought a gaff when I was 30 but at the same time when I was 12 I thought I was going to buy a house when I was 21 <laughs> you know what I mean and it's I lived I, I prospered through it so you know yeah. it's like it's all good in the hood um, but the self-partnering um, do you think it stigmatizes singledom can you no, see the argument no I think it's interesting to hear someone Make talk a new about word. being single and kind of making it kind of I think Sometimes we need celebrities to make something cool for it to be like. Yeah. I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow, by the unconscious coupling, did kind of like we. She kind of stuck by her word. Like mm. she now is married again, and Chris Martin is going out with Dakota Johnson. I think is her mm. name. Is she's an actress, and they like all holidayed together, and so funny. she was photographed kind of like hugging Chris <laughs> while his partner looked on. It was all this weird and like polyamory kind of Bollocks. freakish Hollywood shit. Yeah. But I do think it kind of would inspire people because you're seeing these yeah. people play out their lives publicly and then you're like, okay, I do maybe like, I should try and get on with my ex-husband's yeah. wife a little bit more instead of I like, do like your idea of it being like, I'm single but I'm not on the market. Because I do get what you mean. Like, I'm sure if you say you're single, people are like, people are automatically like, oh, who do I have? Who do I have? And you're like, mm. or or if you're like, I'm single, they're like, so anybody on the market? So it's funny, to, it's, it's interesting to have another word for it to be like, I'm partner with myself monogamously. Yeah, I'm like, I'm choosing to be with myself right now. I'm dating the city. I'm dating the city. New York City. But it's like, because it is, I mean, around Christmas time last year, I was like seeing like fucking you know who and like not serious in any which way. Not something I wanted to be asked about, (laughs) you know, by my auntie. (laughs) So I heard you were going away to some kind of spa date. Yeah, just. Let's just And I remember sitting down <laughs> In my aunt's at Christmas And they were like Obsessed with this Like my freaking Cousin was engaged And like They weren't talking about that They were like So What's it like <laughs> Oh And I was like Guys It's gonna be a new one next year Yeah So, so why are we bothering Entertaining this Utter bollocks <laughs> But I find Like that can be really frustrating When you're single They either want to talk about Tinder are you looking? Yeah. Have you been dating? Or why are you single? What was your last relationship? Yeah. How long have you been single? Ooh, that's very long. And what's you know, next? What's next? What's next? You yeah. Know that way. So it can just feel quite, I think that stigmatizes singledom more so than 
I think she's trying to stop the stigma of being single. Dab on that truth, baby. Yes. Thank you, Emma Watson, for saving single gals. Right, Juan, will we go record a little bit of ex-gals juiciness? I'm, oh, I'm dying to talk about the gossip girls. We're going to sweat our tits off recording I've this already, sometimes. I've already got some tit sweat brewing. I will be licking it uh, on ex-gals. Go over to ex-gals if you want to hear that. And if not, we will talk to y'all next week, girlies. Bye, gals. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.